what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. Most of the crimes that are committed today, the person was on some kind of drug. On the legal side of this coin, we've got doctors that are prescribing pills to help people feel better. We got more people on pills today than ever before because of emotional disturbance. neighbor and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Freewill Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. We're going to be coming to you from one of our drive-in church services that we're now having here at the church because of the coronavirus situation. The Spirit of God is moving in these services People are being blessed, and we hope that you'll stay right there with us for the next 30 minutes and be blessed as well. Well, we're going to go on into this song now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you.
God. We hope you've enjoyed the music and singing that we've had here on the program over the past few weeks. We realize that many of you are still at home due to concerns over the coronavirus, and it's just our way of bringing church to you. We hope and pray it's been a blessing to you. By way of announcement, we're going to be worshiping the Lord inside the church now. Uh, We've taken all the necessary precautions to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, and we want everyone to feel safe. But at the same time, we also realize that there are some of you out there that still have concerns about being in large crowds, so we're still offering drive-in church. Now, you're probably wondering, well, Brother James, how does that work? Well, you just pull right up in the parking lot here at the church, turn on your radio, and you can just worship the Lord right there in your car right along with us. But here's the thing. It's getting hot out there, folks. So in an effort to beat the heat, we decided to move our Sunday morning worship service back to 9.30. So come on out and join us for Sunday morning worship service at 9.30. The church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina. We're also having Bible study every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, which is also being broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who are interested in drive-in style. Again, the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina. If you have any questions about this or any of our other services, please feel free to give us a call at 252-299-4200. Three, four. Well, we're going to go on into the message now, taken from one of our drive-in church services here at the church. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, move down, if you will, to verse 4. I'm going to ask Doyle, if you will, uh, to start the recording. Okay, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And I want to stop right there and use for a subject this morning, preaching a few minutes. Avoiding a coronavirus breakdown. Maintaining good mental health was in the news this week after a doctor 
fighting on the front lines of the coronavirus committed suicide. Ladies and gentlemen, the suicide rate is up today because of the coronavirus. And it would not surprise me one bit when all of this is said and done and the final tally of numbers has come in, it would surprise me one bit if there weren't more deaths by suicide than there is by the coronavirus. Because everybody's normal routine has literally been turned upside down. And many have even lost a job, a business, a loved one. People are afraid. They're anxious. They're worried. Depressed. Many cannot sleep at night. And if they do, they're having nightmares. There's not a one of us today that are exempt from the problems of life. One phone call, ladies and gentlemen, can change your life. And all of these are normal emotions that we have to deal with from time to time. But what happens when these emotions persist day after day? How long can one hold up under that kind of pressure before they snap and have a complete mental, emotional breakdown? What can be done to avoid such a thing? One particular psychologist suggested these things. He said, try some breathing exercises. Well, breathing is good. He said, take a real deep breath and let it out real slow. And when you're done exhaling, exhale some more. But my friend, when you hyperventilate, then what? But try some breathing exercises. He also said, now this is pretty good, avoid dark rooms. If you're sitting at home right now and you can't get out of the house for whatever reason, open up the blinds and the windows and let some light come in. It's not good to be sitting in a dark room. And if you're able, exercise some. Go out and walk a little bit. Walk outside and stop, stop looking at what man has made and take a look at what God has made. Ladies and gentlemen, that, that'll be good for you. This psychologist also said, you need to watch what you eat. Well, I thought that was pretty good. Because if what you're eating is watching you, that ain't good. So you need to watch what you eat. Too much junk food affects the body and how you feel. So you need to be careful of, of, of what you're eating. If you're having trouble sleeping at night, this is what he said do. Take a look at your caffeine intake. Are you drinking a big old cup of coffee before you go to bed at night? It's not good for you. 
Are you eating a big old slice of pizza about 30 minutes before you go to bed? That's not good. That's, that's going to cause you to have nightmares. So you need to be careful what you're drinking and what you're eating, especially before you go to bed. And this psychologist also said no screen time. In other words, you need to put your cell phone down. You need to cut that computer off at least one hour before you go to bed because that can somehow affect the way you sleep at night and so forth. Now, he went on to list some other things that you could try to temporarily assuage these negative emotions. But my friend, he only addressed symptoms. He completely ignored the root cause of these emotional issues and how to avoid a breakdown. And ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand some things today. And this is one of them. We are an eternal spiritual being. And we are made up of three parts. You are an eternal soul, number one. An eternal soul. What does that mean, Brother James? That means that one million years... From right now, you will still be alive somewhere. You are an eternal soul. The soul is that part of you which feels. It is the seat of your emotions. The soul. You have a spirit. Your spirit is that which knows. It's the seat of your intellect. Your will, your mind, your conscience. Your soul and your spirit are so intertwined that they cannot be separated. Both the soul and the spirit exist in a physical body. Which is necessary in order for us to live and relate in this world. Now... All emotional disturbances are a result of the fall. Genesis chapter 2, verse 16, the Bible says, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree in the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. And I realize maybe this morning there are some of you under the sound of my voice, and you say, well, Brother Jane, I just don't believe that. That book that you're using called the Bible, it's, it, it's, it's old-timey and it's, and it's outdated, and that little verse you read, that's just a fairy tale, and I, I just can't believe that you would believe such a thing, and you'd be on radio trying to teach people this stuff. Well, I don't care what you believe. What you believe has absolutely nothing to do with the problem at hand. Nothing. 
God has the solution to your problem. But my friend, if you don't understand the problem, you're not going to understand the solution. And God's told us in His Word, this Bible that I hold in my hands is the Word of Almighty God, and it changes not. And God commanded the man not to eat of that tree. And we all know the story. They partook of that tree. And I want you to notice something. If you'll go over to Genesis chapter 3 and verse 9 in your Bibles. Genesis 3 and verse 9. After they ate of that fruit that God said not to, they experienced emotions that God never intended for mankind to experience. They experienced fear and anxiety. Look at it. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 9. The Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And Adam said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Afraid. God never intended for mankind to be afraid. Now Adam said he was afraid because he was naked, but there was another reason why Adam was afraid, and that was condemnation. God said, in the day that you eat thereof, thou shalt surely die. Condemnation. Condemnation is a state of being. Condemnation is not an emotion, although it does bring about certain emotions. There are those in our penal system right now who have committed crimes. And they have been sentenced to the gas chamber or whatever the case. And you can imagine the emotions that are involved in that as their time draws nearer. Back some time ago, one particular state, they voted to do away with the death penalty in their state. And this particular gentleman in the jail he was sentenced to die in just a few hours, and the reporter went into that prison where he was at, and the men were there with their cameras, and they zoomed in on this man as the newsman stood there and said, Sir, your sentence has been exonerated. And I sat there and I watched that man shake in that jail cell with tears streaming down his cheeks because in just a few moments time he was fixing to step into eternity and I can only imagine the emotions that this man felt condemnation brings about negative emotions and all of mankind is condemned because of sin Romans 6 23 for the wages of sin is death. Hebrews 9, 27. As it is appointed unto all men once to die, but after this, the judgment. 
Hebrews 10, 31. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Revelation 20, verse 11. John said, I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. Here we have the countenance of God, which is so angry at sin, and those who have not repented of their sin, the countenance of God is of such magnitude that if it were possible for the inanimate objects to run away from God, they would do it from whose face the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, the unsaved, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the death which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. Verse 15, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Condemnation. All kinds of negative emotions go along with that. So is God to blame? No. God would be to blame if he did not have a way out of this situation that man finds himself in. And there is a remedy. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a way out. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. John 3 and 18 says, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Romans 8 and verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. A lot of man's emotional problems today is a result of the fall. Condemnation. Guilt. But my friend, you do not have to live with these negative emotions. I'm here to tell you today that Jesus Christ can set you free from whatever problem you may have. Whatever the circumstances may be, He can set you free today and He can give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. Glory to God. It's very simple, folks. Accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. But man has become an expert today. Man has a doctorate's degree 
in solving his problems with fig leaves. The Bible says in Genesis after the fall that Adam and Eve went over there and they got some fig leaves and tried to sew some fig leaves together and make aprons and, and cover themselves. How many of you have ever felt of a fig leaf before? It's like sandpaper. And there's Adam and Eve over there sewing up some fig leaves and they're going to put it around themselves. Can you imagine how chapped Adam and Eve would have been if God hadn't stepped up and said, what in the round world are you doing? But that's man's answer to his problem. It's a fig leaf. Brother James, this coronavirus has got my nerves tore up so bad. I, I, I just got to go to the liquor store and get me some Jack Daniels, some Wild Irish Rose, some Boone's Farm. It calms my nerves. It'll also make you an alcoholic. It'll also make you get up in the morning with your head feeling like a bucket laying over a commode, throwing up your guts. But it calms my nerves, Brother James. Well, I know something better that'll calm your nerves. And it's the Lord Jesus Christ. It's, it's you getting on your face before God and getting full of the Holy Ghost. That's your answer. We got people today dulling their senses with alcohol, marijuana, cocaine, heroin, crystal meth. Do you realize that most of the crimes that are committed today, the person that did the crime was on some kind of drug, whether, whether legal or illegal drugs? Think of that. On the legal side of this coin, we've got doctors that are prescribing pills to help people feel better. we got more people on pills today than ever before because of emotional disturbances. Emotional disturbances, they fall into one of two categories, and sometimes it can be a combination of both. And I believe today that 90% of all emotional issues can be solved by a person bowing down at the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ because the problem is a spiritual problem. However, there could be a physical issue you got to remember, when the fall took place, Adam and Eve, they ate something. They ate something that was absorbed into their bloodstream, and it so altered the physical body that every single human being that would ever be born after that would have a physical problem. You've got a physical problem today. All of us have a physical problem today. And it's sin. Sin ain't bothering me, Brother James. Well, just take a look in the mirror. The hair that turns gray or turns loose. You don't have the stamina that you used to have. Your memory ain't what it used to be. The list goes on and on. The, the physical body today has been altered, changed because of the fall. So emotional disturbances 
can be a physical issue. Number one, what are you eating? Do you exercise? Do you work out? And I'm not talking about working them chips out of that bag either. Do you exercise? I'm not talking about exercising that fork and that spoon. Diet and exercise affects how we feel, so you need to take a look at what you're eating. When was the last time you went to the doctor for a checkup? Get a physical. As we grow older, our bodies change. Get your blood sugar checked. Get your thyroid checked. Get your hormone levels checked. There are certain physical ailments that can cause you to have an emotional disorder and only a doctor can identify that and he can prescribe medications if they have such to resolve your problem. Let me ask this question. What medications are you taking? Certain medications have side effects which can affect your emotions in a negative way you need to take a look at whatever it is you're taking and if it's got a negative side effect go to your doctor and see if there's something else that you can take in the place of that so what you're experiencing could be a physical issue but like i said i believe that 90 percent of the problems that we have when it comes to emotional disorders, 90% of those can be solved at Calvary's cross. Accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior and the Holy Spirit coming into your heart and life. All right, let me look at something else here. Spiritual warfare and demonic oppression. Spiritual warfare and demonic oppression. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness. In high places. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand. Stand therefore in that which God has provided for you. Understand this today ladies and gentlemen. Satan takes full advantage of every situation he can. He takes advantage of spiritual situations. He takes advantage of physical situations. And all of this affects our emotions. Satan will use your environment. He'll use the people that you hang out with. Let me ask you this, what are you watching on television? If you sit there and watch that news long enough, you'll want to take a gun and kill yourself. Stop watching that news and get over there on a channel where there's some good news being talked about. The gospel of Jesus Christ. 
What are you watching? What are you listening to over radio when it comes to music? You get that junk in your spirit, and it causes you all kind of problems. When was the last time you placed yourself in an environment that is conducive to the moving of the Holy Spirit? You say, well, Brother James, I'm out here in the parking lot today. Well, thank God for that. Brother James, I go to church every week. Thank God for that. What happens when you're at home? The Bible says that John was exiled on the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God. They turned that island into a prison camp. And the Romans put John on that island because he would not call the new Roman emperor Lord. And here he is now, John, 90 years old on this island that is called Patmos. He's going through a time of great tribulation in his life, busting up big rocks into little rocks and toting them from here to there. No drink machine. No toilet paper. No hand sanitizer. No Dollar General. No Walmart. No church. But yet John said, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. Glory to God. He said, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. Glory to God. If anybody had an excuse to not go to church, it was John. But yeah, he made a church right there where he was at. And folks, right now, this day and age that we're living in, you've got to get along with God, and you've got to make a church right there where you're at, whether it be under an oak tree somewhere, or whether it be in your kitchen, or whether it be on your front porch, or wherever it may be, you've got to get along with God and spend some time alone with Him. He said, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. And John took that time and he spent it alone with the Lord Jesus Christ and God gave him the greatest revelation the world has ever known. The revelation of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you something today, folks. That word that God gave John on the Isle of Patmos has touched hundreds of millions of people from then on up until now. And will continue to bless people. Blessed are they that readeth the words of this prophecy. Go to church. Go to church at home. You've got to put yourself in an environment that is conducive to the moving of the Holy Spirit. How do we do that? Philippians 4 and verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice that means before the coronavirus you rejoice and praise God in the midst of the coronavirus you praise and worship God you rejoice in the Lord no matter what comes your way you rejoice and you thank God turn on some gospel music rejoice Worship God. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of His people, and the devil can't stand that. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 23, the Bible says it came to pass 
when an evil spirit from God came upon Saul, that David took a harp and played it with his hand, and Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. If you're having an emotional breakdown today, Raise your hands to the Lord Jesus Christ and start thanking Him. Start praising Him. Start singing praises unto God. And the Holy Spirit will come upon you. He'll touch your heart. He'll touch your life. And the devil can't deal with that. Paul said, Philippians 4 verse 5, Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Stop looking at what everybody else has got and be content with what you have. The Lord is coming soon and you can't take that bit out with you. I have not seen a hitch and a trailer behind a hearse yet. So be content with what you have. Let your moderation be known unto all men. Be careful for nothing. Stop worrying about everything. God's got it. Oh, hallelujah, glory to God. Let me tell you something today. God is not sitting up there on his throne waiting for a welfare check to get there. He's not sitting there worried about how the light bill on the sun is going to get paid. He's not waiting for a check from Donald Trump to pay his bills because my God owns the cattle on a thousand hills and all the hills too. He owns it all. Take it to the Lord in prayer. He said in everything by prayer and supplication. Take your concerns to the Lord. Pray about your problems. When you go before the Lord in prayer, you are going before somebody who can do absolutely anything. You're going before someone who has unlimited resources. And if he ain't got it, he can speak a word and it'll come into existence for you. And let me tell you something else. You're going before somebody who loves you. He loves you, and He's got some good things for you. If He could catch you, He'd bless you. Go to the Lord in prayer. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Don't just go before the Lord asking Him for a bunch of stuff. Now, God wants you to do that. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. But don't just go before the Lord asking for a bunch of stuff. Take some time and start praising Him and worshiping Him and thank Him for what He's done for you. Thank Him for, for what He's brought you through and where He's brought you from. There's some of you under the sound of my voice today. If God hadn't dealt with you and touched your heart and dealt with finger around your heart and brought you in, you'd be in a tombstone. You'd be out here in a grave somewhere with a tombstone on top of you with moss growing over top of it today. If it wasn't for the Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody in this parking lot today can find something to praise God for and thank God for today. How are you looking at the cup? Is it half empty or half full? With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. He said, in the peace of God. Not just a little peace of God, but the peace of God. Peace of mind. 
It passes all understanding. Shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a war. Satan is playing for keeps. And the battleground is your mind. Let me say that again. Child of God, you are in a war. Spiritual warfare. And Satan is playing for keeps. And the battleground is your mind. And Paul gave us something to think about. Philippians 4 and verse 8. He said, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. That right there, he's just telling you, cut the news off. Cut CNN and NBC and all of that liberal news media. Just cut it off and stop listening to it. He said, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things things, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. My friend, that is your answer to avoid an emotional breakdown. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And now we're having worship service inside the church every Sunday morning at 930. As well, we're also having Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are being broadcast to the parking lot for those who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.